What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Anchor Up and Chill podcast with me, your host, Mario Gell. Yeah, it's it's time again for another episode. Um, it's been a while. I was hoping to do this episode right when I got back from the AK Taco Tour. I was also hoping to do an episode before I went to the AK Taco Tour. But life's been busy. Um, so I'm actually recording this on my phone today. Uh, this is not on my professional microphone. So the audio is going to sound a little bit different. But if you have been listening to the podcast, you know that the pilot episode that's been deleted uh, was recorded on my phone while I was driving. And that one had like some of the highest um, listen counts. So um, so excuse that today, but uh, it is time for an update. And I wanted to give a brief breakdown on uh, how the trip went in Alaska. Um, it was epic. Uh, I also just wanted to say thank you to everybody who has reached out to me and has shared their um, love for the podcast and the continued support with Taco Flyco. I'm blessed and so, so blessed. Um, this is not um, an easy thing to do. It's been very challenging. I love it. It keeps me sane. So again, just thank you so much for everything. Um, it means the world to me that you guys still listen to this and that people are booking me for trips. And I'm actually out at the Trinity River right now uh, doing some trips. So I have work the next six days out here on the river um, and also the Lower Sac River. Uh, and then next week I kind of took off because uh, I need it super bad. Um, today's the first day since I've gotten back from the AK Taco Tour, which I got back last week. Um that my shoulder has actually felt okay. Um, before the trip, I tried to lift something up in our little office over my head and I blew out my shoulder. So I was basically fishing the AK Taco Tour with the blown out shoulder the whole time. And um, it's been tough, especially um, having too much fun with everyone out there. Uh, it was a great trip and recovery is needed. I'm stoked to be out here, have the day off, record the podcast, get ready for my trips um, I'll have an update on what's going on with uh, Taco Flyco and the boat and everything later on in the episode. But um, let's just get straight into the AK Taco Tour. Um, it was epic. I, 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 I actually realize I say epic more often than I'd like, but uh, that's the best way to define how that trip was. Um, it was amazing. We had an amazing time. Um, so I actually took off on the uh, 15th. And I was able to hang out with Brandon, my my good buddy, little brother, who uh, lives in Seward, Alaska, for a couple of days. And then my buddy Josh, who was the cook for the AK Taco Tour, came out. So we got to have like three days to ourselves to go have fun. <clears throat> it was super, super fun. We fished the Upper Kenai um, and we did some some wade, wade fishing as well. Uh, met the ladies over at Kenai Cash who run that 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 place, which is right next to Gwyn's Lodge. So if you've been out on the Kenai Peninsula, Gwyn's Lodge is where they have the pickle shots. It's kind of like a tradition um, for us to go get those. We did have people who went with us to go get pickle shots who don't drink, and that's fine. And so it's just a place for us to get together. It's, it's again, I don't, I don't know if Gwyn's likes it or not when I bring in like eight people, but... Uh, Everyone loves going there, so we got to hang out, and we had a blast. I actually got to catch some steelhead, um, had some good times with my friends, a little bit too much fun before 
we had to get uh, prepared to start hosting our AK Taco Tour. Um, so for those that don't know, I'm, I'll just give you a, a brief explanation of what the AK Taco Tour is. Um, it's just a, uh, fishing trip, a hosted fishing trip brought to you by, brought to you by me, Taco Flyco, Mario Gale, your host with, with not the mostest, uh, your hostess with not the mostest. I drive you around. I pick you up from the airport. I drive you around the Kenai Peninsula. Make sure you get to the fishing holes. I hook up the lodge. I hook up the guides. I make it so that everything's taken care of. You get fed. Um, you, you, I give you links where to buy your licenses, how to prepare for the trip. I write up a document, all that stuff. So basically all you have to do is give me some money, uh, bring some money for gratuity, uh, buy your uh, plane ticket and fly to the airport and the rest is taken care of. Uh, that These trips usually last from a Sunday to a Saturday. So you do get six nights of stay. Uh, I pick you up from the airport and I drop you off at the airport. It's a great trip. Usually includes four days of fishing each week. So I did three weeks this year. Um, the lodge that we stayed at was beautiful, huge. Everyone had their own room and their own shitter, which is actually really nice. I'm hoping we get that place again. If we don't, there's plenty of lodges out there that we can grab and um, to make it happen. I I'm going to do these every year. Uh, whether or not I do three weeks, four weeks, or two weeks, I don't know. It's going to depend on how I feel. Um, it's a lot of work, but it's super fun. So that's the AK Taco Tour. We fish on different watersheds on the Kenai Peninsula. And we go out with amazing guides through Kenai River Recon, who is Sean Smart, my good buddy. Um, he's crazy, kind of like me. So we work well together. And he hooks up guides. And these guides were great. Everyone was awesome. Um, and we had a good time. So the lodge was was great. We had a sauna in the lodge. That was like my lifesaver of fishing. You know, every week people would be like, wow, you're, you're, you've been here for this long and you're still doing it. Your, your shoulders get wrecked and we have a lot of fun, you know, and getting minimal sleep, um, and getting out every day in the cold and fishing. It's, it's a lot of work. It's not a bad type of work. I love, I mean, I love it. It beats me up, but again, that sauna really saved my life. Um, now the food, uh, special shout out to Josh, the trippy hippie. He's a lifelong friend. Well, he's been a friend of mine since my late teens, uh, early 20s. Um, he came out and cooked food for us. So he would cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, he used to be a chef. He's no longer a chef now. But with his skill set, he was able to provide some great food and some great sandwiches and great breakfasts. Breakfasts. Uh, excuse me. A little bit of indigestion from a, a egg I just ate. Um so that was amazing. Like having that food, uh, one of my favorites was the chicken and rice after a very cold day. Just a really awesome, it felt like a home style meal. Very, very comforting, comfort food. Um, so the food was epic. That that helps, makes the, that helps make the trip um, bearable because you are burning a lot of calories out there when you are fishing and you get really hungry. So the food was epic. Um, now the fishing, this was a pink year. So we had a lot of pinks. So, so if you've never been to the peninsula for longer than a week, that river changes, the Kenai river changes weekly. It's really cool. Um, the amount of biomass and the amount of food and the, the, the complexity of the watershed and how it changes the, you know, the, the different, um, sections of the river, I mean, it changes within days sometimes. So this year was a pink year. So it started off 
we got out there, or the first um, AK Taco Tour trip, week one, started September 18th. So there were pinks everywhere, and it was a bead bite. Um, so if you don't like beads and if that's triggering to you, sorry, but that's what those trout are eating out there um, because that's the food that's in the water. So we're throwing beads for these fish, and it changed. So by the last week, from the 2nd to the 8th, eighth, we're actually throwing flesh. So it's cool because it within three weeks, that, that river completely changes, and the guides obviously help us with that, and you can basically migrate from – um, using beads over to flesh, and it's just really cool to encounter that. So a pink year, pink salmon year, those salmon come in every other year. Uh, so those those trout are really, really keyed in on those eggs. Where last year when we did it mid-September, um, late September, they were already on the flesh. So it changes year to year. Um, we were able to do the canyon, which if you've never done the canyon, the canyon is from Jim's Landing down to Skelax Lake. Uh, the refuge is from Sportsman's to Jim's. So one of the days we actually got to do from Sportsman's down to Skelac, which was an epic float. Uh, we did that with, uh, of course, Sean from Kenai River Recon, who he saves his incidentals. So because he's not a permitted refuge guide, he gets three trips down that and he saves them for the AK Taco Tour, which is really cool for us because Sean's able to join us on that trip and then hire uh, a guide to take us. So the guy that we had this year was Jason Simmons. Jason Simmons, I believe, says he's been guiding the refuge and the canyon area for 16 years. He's a great dude. Super chill. Uh, Jason, thank you so much. Um, the canyon was epic. Uh, we did talk to one of the other guides, and he said that he was only able really to do the canyon five times due to weather. So we were able to actually fit in three canyon trips for the AK Taco Tour. We did two... Um, did we do two the first week? I think we did two the first week and then one the second week. But that's where the Miracle Mile is. If you've never done the Miracle Mile or heard of it, look it up. It's basically the last mile of the Kenai River before it goes into Skelac Lake. And it's just bonkers fishing. It's insane. Quadruples, hookups. I mean, it was it was so much fun. That first day uh, or the first day down the canyon, the four of us on the boat, Jason did bring a clicker and we caught over 120 fish in the boat or something. It was crazy. So that's how the canyon can be. Now that changes. So the next week it wasn't as prolific, but it still was good. So, you know, it, it's, it's definitely a, a, a ever-changing fishery. And when you time it right, just like all fishing, right, it's not catching, it is Alaska, um, you do get the opportunity to... Um, possibly have a hundred fish day, which is really fun. Um, anywhere those fish also to the sizes, like they range anywhere from 10 inches to 27 inches. So, you know, it's, it's just a good time. Uh, it's beautiful out there. The Kenai river, I mean, it just has something about it. That's real special. Uh, so we also did the middle river, uh, the middle river, now, uh, that's where the big, big rainbows live. This is where the, you know, the 28 inchers, the 30 inchers, the Walters, the, the big ones, uh, live in that area. Uh, that's also where there was a lot more fresh coho. We had a lot of coho action this year. We swung up cohos. We got them on beads there. They were around. So that was super fun as well. Um, now the middle river, it is getting busier. There's more people fishing in fall now. Um, this is definitely something I've seen over the last five years change. Um, it's getting more packed. There are more people down there. 
But the cool part about it is that, you know, with the guides that we have and, and, and the way we have it set up, sometimes we'll grab a beach and we'll all hang out and chill out, um, have a good time. There are power boats on the middle. Uh, so you're jamming up river in a, in a, in a really rad boat sled thing. It's, it's awesome. It's really cool. Um, it's a good, it's a good vibe and we really love it. And then we were able to also do some steelhead fishing. Now I don't say the steelhead river openly over the air. Um, there is stuff you can find online, but if you want to know what it is, you can reach out to me. Uh, if you want to book the trip. Um, so we do get to hit a steelhead river when we are out there as well. And that was really fun. Um, the last week I actually scheduled as the quote unquote steelhead week. So we did two days on the steelhead river and then two days on the middle river. Um, I'll give an update on that later, but, uh, everyone caught a steelhead. So that's epic. If you've never steelhead fished before, or if you are a steelhead, um, if you've never fished before, steelhead are hard to catch. Um, steelhead are pretty elusive. Um, they are, are unicorns. I love them. Uh, if you've know what, if you know what steelhead are and you've caught steelhead, these are coastal steelhead. So they're really fun, fired up big. Uh, you know, they've got that color. Some, some are chromer than others. Um, I actually was able to swing up two, which was great. I also was able to swing up some coho on that river. So super fun fishing. I think next year, whether or not if I do one year or sorry, one week, as the standard Kenai River trip, um, the second week will definitely be three days on that coastal uh, Steelhead River and one day in the middle. It will be a 100%, well, 75% Steelhead trip. So if you're interested in that trip, um, let me know. I already have a pretty long list of people who want to go next year. Um, and just want to say thank you to everyone who came out. Uh, it was a lot of work, you know, dealing with uh, with seven people at a time. Um, you know, openly saying like, Hey, you know, these are different personalities week to week and a different, you know, group of people. So the groups behave differently and you, I have to, I have to mesh and, and, and alter myself <laughs> to be able to stay sane and also, uh, get everyone into a, a mode where they're, you know, having a good time and understanding, you know, I, I always, I'm the type of guy, it's like, I want to make sure people are having fun. So I do what it takes in order for these people to enjoy themselves. Um, and uh, yeah, so the weather was great. Uh, what I had heard is that the peninsula all summer long was rainy. There was a lot of rain. And when we came, the rain stopped. And so we had rain a few days. It wasn't like it dumped on us. And it was just three weeks of wonderful weather. We did encounter a few days of wind, but not that bad. Uh, but during the tour itself, the weather was perfect. Sun, some days uh, cloudy, some days a little bit of rain. Um, some days like we'd get hard rain for about an hour or two and then it would go away, um, wake up to rain and then it would disappear for us. I was, uh, we were so lucky this trip. Um, the day I left, it was, or the day before I left, super crazy wind. And then the day I left, it was dumping. So, you know, it's, it's, it was, Definitely very special for Mama Nature to hook us up like that. Um, dang, we're, we were lucky. We were really, really lucky that she she was playing with us uh, and so so nicely while we were out there. Um, <clears throat> Want to give us a, a special shout out to our ladies at Kenai Cash. 
Barrett and Julie. Love y'all. Um, so Kenai Cash, they provide tackle. They do fish packing. They do shuttles. A uh, small little business out there in Cooper's Landing. They 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 were able to sell us some some gear, get us laced up with some hoodies, some beanies, some beads, some flesh flies, um, line, everything. So if you're out on the peninsula and you want to support a couple uh, ladies that are getting it done out there, hardworking ladies, go buy Kenai Cash. Look them up online. Super cool. Thank you so much again, ladies. I, I can't wait to come back out and hang out again. They're super fun. Rad family. Um, and uh, yeah, if you need a shuttle, they can help you out. But make sure you contact them uh, days in advance. So uh, speaking of shuttles, that's what I am. I'm the shuttle driver. So the White Whale. The White Whale is a Ford Frontier um, van. It's actually really good on gas mileage. I think we averaged like 17.9 miles per gallon. That's with this big ass van filled with eight people. Sometimes nine people. We'd pick somebody up. But uh, uh, the shuttle was fun. I, 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 That's my favorite part about this trip. You know, um, growing up skateboarding and being, in, you know, on skate trips in a van with your homies going across country and talking shit and having blast and it's just a cool experience. And so to be able to take that and apply that to a fishing trip is really special. It's actually really awesome. No one has to drive. There were people who got their own cars, which is cool. You know, if you want to be left out of the fun, you know, get your own car for sure. But uh, uh, the shuttle's really fun. I drive. I want to say thanks to Matt uh, for the last week, a couple of days. I, I decided to have some fun and have some beverages with the friends and he helped actually drive, which was really, really cool. So th Matt, thank you so much. And thank you for coming. Of course. Um, it's always a pleasure meeting new people on these trips. Uh, Matt and I had never really fished together too much. So, um, having them there, having them there for him there for a week was, was great. And, uh, also helping out with the shuttle was really awesome. So we load up all of our fly rods in there. It's a shit show. Um, every morning we have to make sure we pack our, our ice chests that you bring your rain jackets, all that shit. Um, it's just a special experience. I had to buy, a um, an FM radio transmitter so that we could play music. We actually didn't even get that until the last week. I didn't get it until the last week, but, uh, there was no Bluetooth in the van. So we were listening to KK and I, uh, 105.3 Peninsula's greatest hits, um, they play like Cindy Lauper, Journey, all that shit, and we were listening to KK and I, and that that shit was pretty tight. So there was a, a there was a, um, a a road saying where we would just talk about how KK and I uh, was there, brought to you by AK Taco Tour to have fun, drink drink some beers, KK and I. So uh, Travis, that one's for you, KK and I. Uh, so yeah, next year we have the FM transmitter radio, so we will or FM transmitter for the iPhone. So we'll be able to slump our own beats for most of the day and week. <laughs> but that was pretty fun listening to the radio for two weeks on that thing. And sometimes just turning it off and listening to people complain in the back. But um, so what's the cost? Well, it cost $3,200 this year. Um, that might go up. We don't know. I don't know. I'm still trying to secure a lodge. And I'm also trying to figure out how we'll distribute the boats next year. If we're going to do four per boat. Now, that's the other thing about these trips is that we do do four per boat per day. Some people like it. Some people don't. Um, personally, I don't have an issue with it. Uh, I think it works out pretty fine. I, you know, you are in Alaska. 
Um, it doesn't matter where your cast is as long as you are out in the water. Um, you can catch a fish. And then also when we all bank fish, it doesn't matter how many people are in the boat as well. Um, some people can't handle it and that's okay. I get that and I understand that. Um, it, it comes down to your ability to work with a group of people uh, at once, listen to the guide's instruction, not be trying to get out in the water before everyone else and taking your time. Uh, if you can't do that with four people on the boat, you probably don't want to come on this trip. Okay, so I'm I'm trying to keep these cheap. If I have to do three people per boat, it increases it by a lot. So, um, so we don't know how that's going to work out for next year. Uh, we might end up doing um, a three three three, so three boats for the Steelhead Week, which will increase the price significantly um, for that week. But it's worth it because then all those people who went on the Steelhead trip who didn't appreciate or didn't appreciate, sorry who didn't like the um, four people per boat, we'll have three people per boat. So um, stay tuned for that. Once I have the pricing outlined, um, I'll, I'll, I'll let everyone know. I do have a wait list already pumped out. Don't fret. If you're not on the wait list, reach out to me still. Um, I can probably put you on. We can probably figure out a spot for you. Uh, feeling anywhere from 14 to 21 seats which if we do 333, three, three, which would be uh, 8 or 16, so it would be 16 or 24 seats. So I'm going to need a lot of seats to fill these trips, and I'd love to get you on the wait list if you want to try to make the AK Taco Tour next year. Um, so, I mean, the Stoke was there. Uh, I got tons of photos to go through. I still even haven't even had time to do that. Since I've been back, um, I went straight back into work. So that'll be on the on the on the plate for the next few weeks is to go through photos. So stay tuned to the Taco Flaco blog um, or you know Instagram, of course. But I think I'm gonna try to do some galleries on the blog so you can see the photos there. Um, taking photos on these trips is part of the deal. Uh, I get I bring my my two. Uh, DSLRs and I'm filming and I'm taking pictures the whole time too. So that's part of the AK Taco Tour. Not a lot of places do that. Um, I'm adding that as a bonus. Uh, I enjoy doing that. So, you know, um, taking pictures, editing photos and putting them on a, on a site for you to download is actually quite a bit of work. So um, hopefully those that did go on the trip understand and appreciate the extra level of effort it takes for me to get that done. But that's part of the tour. Now, you know, obviously I'm still providing a pretty cheap uh, trip here and, and, and adding that on there as a bonus for the crew. I will be making a video as well. So most of the people that were on the tour will be a part of the video. And uh, um, I can't wait to go through all these photos. I'm kind of scrolling through some of them here. Here's one of us at the Gwyn's taking pickle shots, us fishing a lake. Uh, that was super fun. Fishing a creek uh, for some steelhead drinking beers on the boat in a windy day, landing 25-inch rainbows, smashing down the river on the power boats, uh, showing off the gear we have, drinking Modelo's. I mean, it's super cool. Uh, a, a picture right here where we were able to get close to a big old moose um, and try to go through the forest to go get some more pictures of them. Really awesome. Uh, Jared from Peninsula Sport Fly Fishing, or Peninsula Sport Fishing, was able to call that uh, moose to have him look at us and then kind of stop and analyze who we were and what we were. A big old dolly. Um, awesome photos. I mean, this is just week one. 
I have three weeks. So I think total photographs, I have like 3,000 photographs to go through. Um, super, super awesome. I wish I was a better photographer. I have, I let other people use my, my camera and they took great photos. Um, but fly, shooting fly fishing is actually really, really hard. Uh, so the big fish, the big fish of the trip was Ross's 28 inch, uh, in length, 17 inch girt in girth, big old buck out of the middle Kenai river. It smashed a flesh fly on a bobber. So the way we fish those is you have like a nine foot leader and at the end of it is a flesh fly. It's weighted and you're basically, you, you're kind of, you put it out and then you mend the line and then you swing it and he caught it on the swing. It's a technique that works really well um, so that you can just maintain using your single hand rod and also sort of um, dredge some of the little buckets so you're not just out there using the spay rod to swing the flies you're actually allowing that that uh um that fly to get down a little bit and act more natural you know swinging is where it swings across the run right when you add that bobber you're able to add a drift in and then swing so really cool tactic it works really well out there uh having that fish get to the net was really special uh we probably hooked into i don't even know how many that size and or bigger during the trip um but they get away they're really strong. They're, they're, they're gnarly. So I'd say that was the big fish. Um, as far as pounds, I don't know. I'd say anywhere from eight to 11 pounds. I don't know. We didn't weigh it, but we just got the girth, let it go, did a release. Um, so Ross, congratulations on that fish, dude. That was badass. I was just, what was awesome is that Ross, I mean, we have just such rad vibes on these trips, man. And that was the last week, which was, um, no offense to the other guys, but my favorite week, (laughs) it was super rad. Uh, and Ross looked at me and said, I'm going to low hole you. And I said, get it, buddy. And it's just like so rad because he low holed me and he's called it out and he caught that fish. And I was just like, thank you for doing that. And I, it makes me smile right now. I love that shit. Um, it's not like a I'm, – I'm the one actually talking the most shit during the trip because I'm not guiding. So I'm like fishing with, with you as my homie. And when I fish with my homies, I talk shit and I'm, I'm like, you know, busting balls and it's fun. It's not, it's not like I'm tearing you apart or saying, oh, you suck. It's just, I'm just talking shit. It's really fun to be able to be in a hosting environment where I'm not, you know, guiding, making sure you're doing, um, enjoying your float and, you know, I'm t- retying all your knots and stuff like that. I do help on this trip during the trips. I do get in the boat, but being able to talk shit to each other um is really rad so the 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 fact that he did that was was awesome i was super stoked um so the big steelhead we never measured but i think we did catch some steelhead in the higher 20s we never got anything i think over 30 uh but we did catch a lot of really nice steelhead the dolly of the trip was giant i mean monique caught it week one um i love dollies they're super rad and Monique caught this big ass dolly. It's on the Instagram account for Taco Flyco, so you could see it there. And Jason, who's been guiding up there, said it was probably around ten pounds. So really rad trip. Um, Jesse hooked a beautiful Arctic char. Arctic char is so cool. I love those fish. They're beautiful. They look very similar to a dolly. Um, they do have their differences. Uh, and um, yeah, Jesse caught a nice one in about five six pound area, which was really cool. Um, 
I my biggest fish. Let's talk about my fish. Well, my biggest fish was probably about a twenty six inch buck. Um, I caught it on week two. I, 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 of course, like I'm, I'm fishing, but I'm also trying to get everyone else on fish and help out. So I'm not fishing hard, which is fun <laughs> and it's cool to watch people and I'm taking photos and stuff like that. But when I got to get in, I got a really nice 26 inch, really thick. I mean, it was really thick fish. It's on my personal Instagram account. Um, got it on a bead and that was super rad. Uh, and when I hooked it, hooked into it, I, it's just a reminder of how much these fish are like a log. You know, um, I got another one that was around 26 inches as well, but it wasn't as thick, uh, but really rad fish. There's, there's footage of that fish jumping on my friend Mati's Instagram account. I mean, this thing was porpoising like crazy. It was really, really cool. Just a different breed of fish. So a lot of fish in that 26, 25, 24 inch range out there on the middle river. Super fun. Um, but something I'm super stoked on. And, you know, for those that do steelhead fish out there. Um, it, you, you, you have your swingers, you have your bobber fishermen, blah, blah, blah. I do everything. I love it all. I'll throw a bead. I'll throw a bobber. I'll swing. I'll do, uh, whatever tactic I could use to get a, to have a reason to get out on the water and throw my fly rod. Um, but I was able to, to swoop up two steelhead swinging, which was awesome. I wish I knew who gave me this little pink fly that I caught one on, and then I caught one on a, a Dalai Lama as well. The one I caught in the Dalai Lama wasn't that big. Um, earlier in the day, I did flip a big one. That was probably 27, 28 inches. Um, I did the the trout set. I'm pretty good at not doing trout set. I've swung a lot of fish um, in my life. Not a bunch of steelhead, but I've swung a lot of fish, so I've been able to practice it, but I was just so excited. I trout set on the first one, so I was able to get another one. It was around like 22 inches and then the, the the second one I caught was around like 24, 25 inches. And it was just so much fun to be able to swing up a nice coastal steelhead. Um, ripped on me. I, that was just a really special experience. I was sort of by myself. I was around the corner downstream from everyone who was up on the good run. So I was able to try some different water, think outside the box in it. And, and it worked. And I can't wait to do it again. But I'll tell you what. Got the ones on the swing. I uh, got the coho on the swing. Dude, I I get it. Tug is a drug. Everyone says they, that's how they prefer to do it. I, I love it all. I still love bobbers just as much as I love swinging. I'll never be able to be convinced that that's superior way to catch fish or whatever. And if you believe that, whatever, that's your fucking prerogative. It's just really whack to think like that. I think having a closed mind about the way you catch fish, um, it just keeps people away from this sport. Uh, it's just not... In, in my ideas or in my eyes, it's sort of elitist and it's, 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 I guess I'm talking shit now, but it's just, it, I don't know. Um, to say that's like the only way you should do it, uh, I think it's just kind of fucked up because, you know, you have, the, it's really hard. It's a lot of work to learn how to swing and how to get a proper swing and how to, and I, after I hooked that fish, I was just thinking in my head, like the work I have had to put in to get that fish to the net and, you know, release her. Um, I'm privileged to be able to do so, to have that time on the water, to be in Alaska, to, to have had the experience of, of, of learning men's and learning drifts and learning casts and putting all that time in. Not a lot of people have that opportunity. So to be able to go out there and throw a bobber and increase your chances for people who don't, have opportunities to fish as much as I do. Um, you know, it was just a, it, this is me obviously sharing more information about my experience catching that fish, but 
I analyzed all that as soon as I let that fish go. It's still important for me to be able to celebrate people using bobbers to go catch fish on fly rods. It's, it's effective. It works. And, um, to discredit that and hate on that is just bullshit. So you won't ever hear that on my boat. You can catch them however you want. And I'll take you swinging too. Um, I know swing runs on the Trinity river. I do swinging out here. I know where they're at. I know how to get them, but if you want to throw a bobber or if you just want to swing, I'm not going to talk shit. Just don't talk shit shit to me about me using bobbers. Um, Cause it's bullshit. Cause then you're just an asshole. But anyways, um, one day on that river, Will, 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 my buddy Will, with four of us on the boat, it just proves like, you know, it doesn't matter like where you are. Just the luck of the day can be on your side. Um, maybe it is the color of the bead slash fly plus flash. I don't know your depth and your weight and all that. But he caught like four steelhead to are like one of the day. Um, he actually, I caught two that day, but, um, yeah, it was just cool to see. We'll have those numbers that one day. And, and it, it's just awesome because you have four people on the boat and one person's just roping and we all celebrated it. It's, there's nothing, nothing like cooler than seeing like a group of people on the boat, genuinely stoked for the other person catching the, the most fish that day. Of course we all want it. In your head, you're like, damn, I wish that was me. But our group that we had and the groups that we put together, it's just such a rad vibe. So his numbers on that day was something I had to bring up because we all celebrated it and he was stoked and genuinely excited that he caught all those fish and just to see the smile on the dude's face, oh man, it was really cool. Um, you know, the Kenai River, it is a busy, or the Kenai Peninsula, it is a busy place. It's accessible. You can access the rivers Um off the road, uh, you can uh, easily find guides out there. It's it's not as expensive as going in the bush. And so, you know, if you come out to this 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 tour, and you know the the the, the number of people you see is an issue. We there's nothing we can do about it. That's just how the Kenai River is. It's a famous mighty river that has a lot of fish in it. Um, if you want bush uh, experience, or you want a bush like. Um, experience where there's no one around you, you got to pay probably double, triple of what we're charging. So just put that in mind. Obviously some people can afford it, but a lot of people can't. So of course that's just the Kenai river. That's how it is. That's how the peninsula is. And I don't think we're going to see that change. You know, more people are fly fishing and, um, more people are getting out there specifically to target rainbows and steelhead. And it's just the way it is. Uh, I think it's, it's, it comes down to how you want to enjoy that experience, who you hire, um, the guides you hire, the lodges you stay at, et cetera. That's going to be part of the experience and the celebration for, for the trips. Um, so, so think about that. You know, If you do want to get out to Alaska, you do want to do the taco tour, make sure you're going with people that you enjoy. You don't have to come with us, but make sure you go with people that you enjoy and, and that are reputable because the last thing you want is to be around a bunch of people and have a group of people you can't really stand and or um, just don't enjoy it because it is it is a, a wonderful place. It's super fun. It's not a trout farm. You still have to fish good, okay? You still have to fish good out there. Um, not perfect, but you got you to gotta have good drifts. You got to have good swings. You got to have the right gear. You've got to have the right flies. And the guides that we hire do help us with that, um, but they're not going to take that fish and put it on the hook for you. You still have to fish good. So um, 
I don't, I don't want to sound like an asshole when I'm saying that, but it is true. It's, it's nowhere you go fishing is it guaranteed. Fishing's fishing. It's not catching, right? And when, when people, I, I don't know, for, for taco, the way that we celebrate, we just celebrate getting outside, getting outside with your friends, going out and having a good time. You know, I get it that you want to catch a fish sometimes and it's like, oh, I just need to get that fish. Don't let it consume you. That's what I can say. It's just don't let it consume you. And, and, and it'll, 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 it'll come to fruition when, when, it, when you least expect it. Or if you, just, if you just don't expect it, it's just worth more when you do get it to happen. Because if you expect it, you're just going to get disappointed and bummed out. So um, I guess that's sort of kind of, um, well, actually, uh, tacos. <laughs> Man, the Kenai Peninsula needs a good taco stand. Um, there was one spot I didn't go to in Saldotna called Yo Taco. Um, but Jesus, the tacos out there are horrible. No offense to anybody out there that's trying to do the taco game. Cause I don't think really people are trying, you know, they're just like, okay, I will put tacos on the menu. It's horrible. <laughs> so the best tacos we had were from Josh, our cook. He made amazing tacos served with pickled onions, jalapenos, like, I mean, awesome stuff. You'll see it on the photo gallery and on the video for sure. So another shout out to the cook for making bearable tacos out on the peninsula for the crew. Oh man. And the wildlife out there, uh, being able to see some moose while we were there, um, was just super awesome. We saw some black bears. We saw some brown bears. Um, really, really cool. God, what a beautiful place. I'm going to miss it. I'm really excited to go back next year. Stay tuned for, um, AK taco tour 2023 updates. I will be accepting deposits as soon as we figure out the layout of the guides and and secure a lodge. Um, and I'll announce it on this podcast, on social media, on my mailing list. And would love to have you out there for the experience. It's super, super fun. And I seriously, I just cannot wait to get back out there. Alaska is a very special place. So I want to give a special shout out to Sean Smart from Kenai River Recon. Um, Sean is the guy that I work with. He's my buddy. He's crazy, and I love him. Um, you could book him all year, all year round out there. Actually, well, during their seasons, obviously. But uh, he does guide for Chinook. He does guide for Sockeye. He does guide for um, uh, Rainbows and such. So hit him up. His his site uh, will be in the show notes, or just look up Kenai River Recon, Saldotna, Alaska. Sean Smart is his name. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. And congrats on Lucy, your little baby. Tell her thank you so much for letting you hang out with us for so long. And of course, your 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 beautiful lady, Sarah. Uh, Sarah, thanks for letting them hang out with us. <laughs> uh, these guys work their asses off. It's pretty admirable. I, I can't do it the way that they can. I'll straight up say that. Uh, Jared from Peninsula Sport Fishing. Thank you so much, Jared, the White Widow. If you see Jared out there, he's the one guy that has speakers on his boat. It's the White Aluma Weld. Jared's pretty awesome. He's always on the search for Walter, which I admire. He's always trying to find that big fish for us. We're, we're trying to get that 30-incher on his boat on the Middle River. Um, he's pretty passionate about it, too. Uh, Jason Simmons, from uh, the he's the Alaska Salmon Guide on, on Instagram. I'll put his, his handle up on, on the show notes as well. Awesome dude to have for the Upper River. His knowledge is, is he's got a lot of knowledge, and... Um, He's permitted up at the top so he could take you down the refuge anytime. Um, he's one of the guys that holds one of the 20 slash 40 
uh, permits up top. So he can get you on the, on the canyon anytime. So be sure to look him up if you get up there and you want to do the refuge because Sean's going to save his incidentals for the taco tour. Mikey, uh, thank you so much for guiding us, dude, uh, and sharing your water with us. Uh, Mikey's just a wonderful guide. He's been guiding on the peninsula for quite a long time and has been sharing, started to share his, his other water, home water with us. And we're just super grateful to have had him on the trip. Um, everyone loved you, Mikey. So you're the best. Kenai Cash ladies already gave you a shout out. Brandon, my brother, I love you so much. Thank you so much, dude, for coming out, hanging out, making it easy for us and always making us feel welcome on the Kenai uh, Peninsula. Well, it looks like, it seems like Brandon's getting a little jaded that people are uh, coming out there more often. Not our crew, but more new people. Um, and sorry, Brandon, you know, it's going to happen. And I love you. And I can't wait to fish with you and see you again. And your wonderful lady, Chrissy, tell her I say hi. Uh, Josh, again, another shout out, dude, to you for cooking us food, dealing with everybody, keeping the house clean. And we will make it easier for you next year by maybe getting somebody to help us clean up uh, the house. Um, all the attendees, everyone, thank you so much for the support. Y'all is the best um, to be able to spend that money to come out there and support me and the local guides and, and to have you on the trip. It's been great. I, I'm super grateful and thankful for your um, uh, your support. I mean, shit, might shed a tear. Not today, actually. Um, and then also Jason from the Trophy Lodge. Thanks for letting us use your lodge, dude. I hope we get to use it next year. And if not, um, all good. You know, uh, your place is awesome. Uh, we hope to come back. And uh, what a wonderful experience for everyone. Um, I'd say that's sort of a breakdown of the AK Taco Tour. Get uh, signed up to the newsletter on tacoflyco.com to stay tuned for the release of our video. Obviously, that comes down to my time. It might not even be released until ever. Maybe next year. Who knows? I don't know. But uh, this is the AK Taco Tour Breakdown. Um, we're about 40-something minutes in, so thanks for listening. Uh, back on the Trinity River out here doing steelhead trips. Yes, I said it. Trinity River. Trinity River is where I work. So for all the people that hate on that or um, don't like me saying that name out loud, you can F off. Because guess what? This is where it started. This is uh, my second home, and this is where I like to take people down the river. So sorry about that. Sorry if it bums you out. You can always call our customer service line um, if you have any issues about the way that we run our company by calling um, 420-911-91111 and leave a message there with our customer support department. They will be sure to probably delete the message and... Um, uh, maybe send you a sticker. So everyone, thanks for tuning in to the AK Taco Tour update on the Anchor Up and Chill podcast. I will have some reports for the Trinity River soon. And uh, man, I'm tired. I'm getting older. I can't wait for next year. And I hope to see you out there. Mad love, everybody. Be well. And hopefully this audio recording came out well enough to where um, you have listened this far. So Subscribe to KKNI 105.3, the Peninsula's number one channel for your classic rock hits. Thank you for listening.